to the people out there listening. How could the show be bad? Just enjoy it. Live from the spider room. The Internet Hotel Dropkick with these three young chucklers. I give that the space thumb of approval. Oh, God damn it. I set a standard as the sexiest host <laughs> of this show. You have no idea how hard it is to find headphones that are big enough to fit around my top hat. Idiot. You idiot. 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 You idiot. Too good. No, not good. Podcasturbation. You call it a tie, but I call it a cravat. I hate the world. I am a sociopath. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. This is about me. You can get like 20 ducks at a time in the mail. This is like my worst nightmare. What is happening here? What is happening here? What is happening here? Hello and welcome to How Could This Show Be Bad? Hi, 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 hi. Wow. Wow. Immediate complicity from the guest with Dan's, <laughs> with Dan's jackassery. It's a good I'm, sign. I'm just yes-anding, guys. Yeah, we we try not to encourage him. What? This is the most... This is... uh, We are in, like, second ten, and this is already the most generous guest that we've had come on this show. Awesome. It's awesome. Uh, Don't Charitable... (laughs) Charity towards Dan. It's Uh, a new one. That's definitely a new one. (laughs) She she brought in McDonald's right away. Like, I don't... That was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time the guest has come bearing non-promotional than, gifts. Yeah. <laughs> anything anything other than other people that uh, we needed to feed and food. <laughs> <laughs> well, Look, I was late. I figured the late guy brings food. That was, yeah, that was ex- impeccable manners that we do not expect from the comics that we normally book on this show. You should yeah. maybe start putting that in the emails when you book guests. Late, late, late guy brings, brings food? Yeah. And then, that tends to just make them later, though. That's the issue. <laughs> That's true. I would have probably been on time if I had not. Well, but you're only time. like you're only like 15 minutes late, and that makes you the most on-time guest we've ever had. <laughs> Let me do a quick round of introductions, so oh, that we uh, really? so we're not oh. mysterious voices in a void. A hazy mystery. Everyone vortex. knows who we are, and I'm sure you'll put the guest name in the title. Or That's something. true, but we're trying to maintain an air of professionality that <laughs> we can't get with just titles. As you as you say that, as you consider, do I take the cup of water or do I take the <laughs> open can of PBR? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, listeners, this is the level of professionalism I have. I'm drinking. I'm pairing my beer with water right. so that it doesn't take over, and it's PBR, so that's half water also. Right. My adult. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, guest Courtney McLean, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Hola. Hey. <laughs> I, of course, am your host forever, Mike Linden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, co-host Dan, say something. Hey, it's me, Dan. And co-host Stephen Montenegro. How are you? I'm here. Wow. <laughs> I... <laughs> Wow, you 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 just had your energy level all set up for that response. You know, I I dialed it in and I dialed it in at one. <laughs> I I had a thing when I was on my way over here. I spent today doing absolutely nothing. Uh, oh, really? You spent a Sunday doing nothing? Yeah, 
So this is this coming here was my first time leaving my apartment all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are recording at uh, we in got the evening. We got here at like seven thirty in the evening. Time just stamp. to give sort of a sort of a general idea. So I was leaving my apartment at about seven, and I ran past uh, a guy who lives in my apartment that I've met before, and he was like bringing his laundry up, and we had this exchange that was like. Oh, hey, man, because he recognized my face. And then I... From the apartment, not from anything. Right. But I was still in like... Not from like a poster at the post office. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. This wasn't like... (laughs) You couldn't have have given me like, you know... A stand-up comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Well... Look, if you had... I'm one of the third funniest <laughs> people with the day job. Oh, we're job. doing this again. Rick so, Bronson. <laughs> let, me, let, me give you, let me give you an open-ended choice here as, uh, a, uh, as a complete digression to your story that was obviously going somewhere amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, would you rather have a guy in your apartment building recognize you from a stand-up feature gig that you did in which you got paid $20 to feature for someone that you hated, or... <laughs> Would you rather have an old-timey, litho-line-drawn, uh, wanted poster of you hanging in post office? Uh, what is he... Can I... Sidebar. What is he wanted for? Any, anything you want. You get to choose what you're wanted for as a sweetener. Does it make... Wait. So am I, am I creating <laughs> a reality in which I am wanted for this crime? No, 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 no. The posters are just up. So it's basically I went to the state fair. <laughs> you could be you could be you yes, you could be literally it, see the the interesting point of this is not the shitty photo that everyone's aunt took had them take at the state fair uh-huh. at the old timey photo booth. This is actually up at post office. <laughs> so you are actually wanted for something? No, 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 no. You're not wanted for anything. People at just, post offices just think you are. So I'm fooling the post office into thinking I'm a convict. Correct. Okay. Is he? Did he put the posters up, or is there some malicious agent trying to destroy Mike's reputation? Yeah. Do I have a nemesis at the post office? I assume <laughs> evil twin. Ooh. Is my evil twin wanted for the thing that is up at the post office? Look, I can't. The courts will sort out the facts on this one. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the situation that doesn't put me in a legal gray area. Oh, Hmm. pussy. (laughs) Well, you're being very cagey about why this wanted poster is up. I told you, you got to choose. You, it could be, you could be wanted for... Excessive hugging. Yeah, or, um, or, (laughs) or brutal handsomeness. Yeah. Like, it's up to you, um... Wanted for too fun to party withness. Citizens like, beware. This man is too <laughs> handsome. If you see him, call the police immediately. Just or or anything else you want. Like, of handsomeness. Yeah. Anything anything else you want. Like being too good at, at accepting money from strangers. Like anything. Well, that just sounds like a grifter. Yeah, that's true. That probably is a crime. <laughs> also, excessive hugging sounds pretty bad else, uh, as well. Well, sexual harassment. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, uh, but that's the name of the crime in a Japanese court. Excessive <laughs> hugging. <laughs> excessive, <laughs> hugging uh, excessive hugging, not sharking. What? What's the second part? Sharking. Not- uh, the shark attack thing. The Japanese thing. Where you hug a shark too hard? <laughs> no. <laughs> where you just run up to women on the streets. It's bad and- for you to hug a shark because oh. if you rub a shark the wrong way, it cuts your skin. 
It's true. And if they stop moving, they die. So if you hug them too tightly, they'll just... <laughs> they'll just cut your skin and die? Yeah, yeah shark murderer. <laughs> you are a shark murderer, Okay, Mike. if I can be wanted for <laughs> shark murder... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This man kicked over a fire hydrant and punched a shark until it died. Like... Wait, wait did the shark come out of the fire hydrant? Yeah, probably. So in the reality where Mike has wanted posted <laughs> of, we have sharks living in the sewers of Minneapolis. Just waiting for the water pressure hey, of a fire hydrant. you guys. Yeah? You're being rude to our guest. We're ignoring the guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I'm trying to jump in, and I'm just like, what? Where are these guys going? <laughs> see how I, I'm see like, it, we're see still talking about one? the stand-up comedy poster versus the wanted poster. Like, Mike has to make a choice. And clearly... Thank you for bringing it back around yeah. to Mike needing to make a choice. I yeah. made my choice. Shark but murder. Now it's, it's true. Okay, oh. so now, now your choice is shark murder. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. I want to hear the rest of Courtney's take on this, though. <laughs> it seemed like you had a pretty strong opinion. Well, I, I felt that Stephen... Yeah. Yeah, that's me. ...was clearly... <laughs> Was clearly trying to uh, say that having your face on a poster being recognized for a show that you did with a feature that you hate for $20 (laughs) is worse than having your face on a poster at the post office. Whoa, I didn't come into that with any particular perspective. Oh, okay. I created a balanced situation and totally (laughs) didn't try and force him into (laughs) making the shark murder choice. Uh-huh. And what if we were to say, if you were to choose a reality where you got paid twenty bucks for a feature that you hated, what would be the name of this feature? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no! Featuring for a headliner that you hated. Yeah, the, the name of the situation. feature would be Mike Linden. So that yeah. was a totally easy question to yeah. answer. Someone that you hate, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So my question is valid, and it's you true. answered it right. Dan was trying to pimp you into saying that you hated yourself. Yes, as always. Ah, uh, I. I thought that that was, like, I thought that when we started season two and started the episode naming convention uh, of of Mike Linden colon <laughs> I hate myself and then the episode title for every episode <laughs> that we had already made that clear. But, right. Courtney, do you, w- do, you have a, do you have a wanted poster you need? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that's, that's the extent of the interview portion of this show. All right. Uh, yeah, we've so, done the- Okay. For the sake of completion, yeah. What did the guy say to you in the apartment building? Oh well, he he said it. It was basically he said, "How's it going?" And now this is sort of I'm trying to illustrate where my head was at uh-huh. leaving the house. Obviously not on shark murder because it took you three tries to make that choice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> See, I'm not sharp today. <laughs> You're not shark murder sharp. Yeah. Right. Uh, shark. He said. He said, "How's it going?" And I was like. Uh oh, fi- yeah. Oh, you know, fine. I'm just, I'm just. You can't even relate the story. I can't really remember exactly how it went anymore. <laughs> no, wait, wait. That's, you didn't answer in that so, stuttering but, manner. No, I did essentially. Oh. How does but, it? How does it make you? How does it correlate with how you feel well, being in here today? Here's where, like, he's like, he was like, "What are you up to?" And I said, "Oh, I'm just, uh, I'm just heading over." Long, long pause. And out. And then, like, ran out. <laughs> I put a little sauce on the and out to try to, like, cover over cover the, fact the fact that I didn't that say did, anything. That you didn't feel like telling him where you were going. <laughs> yeah, there was, like, three seconds of, well, it felt like three seconds. I'm sure it was shorter. Of me, like, cranking through in my mind, how long is this explanation going to last? I'm just Where's heading over... 
Get out. <laughs> Why couldn't you have just said, I'm going to a friend's? It just, His brain that, doesn't work that way. <laughs> it just, it all seemed like, all of my options seemed like either too much information or just too, like, bland and nothing conversation. Yeah. So I just opted to, like, explode the entire situation. What, so, what was his question? He said, where are you off to? Was it even that specific? I don't think it was. I think it was just like, what are you up to? Or uh, Yeah, <laughs> clearly a colloquialism that was not intended to elicit a, a literal response. That's the response. thing. Like, all of, Is it, though? There's all these greetings that are like, how uh, are for you? For the listeners, Courtney just up? put her arms in a, in a, <laughs> it's a, kimbo, a, kimbo, yes. a kimbo position to accentuate that she is dubious. I think I learned <laughs> that word like last week. Now, Courtney, one. I think that your answer could be different from other people's based on your uh, generosity with McDonald's and whatnot. <laughs> but how often when you say to somebody that you don't know super well, and maybe even when you do know them well, when you say something of the form of, how's it going, are you expecting that to become an actual long conversation about how it's going? Well, I don't think it has to be a long conversation, but... Um you know, if I say, yeah, how's it going for me is kind of like a throwaway greeting. Right. But if it's my neighbor and somebody that I see every once in a while, then then gradually it evolves into yeah, something like, bigger. You're like if I think it I think you actually expect more of a serious answer when you see the person that you're saying it to less. Cuz then you need an update. Like when I saw you today and said, "Hey, how's it going?" I saw you yesterday, right? Mike. I don't. I don't need <laughs> masterfully done. I, I, I don't need to know how it's going. I know what happened. We went out. We drank at a bar. Uh-huh. Then you went home and slept till four thirty p.m. <laughs> That's how it was going for you. I know that. Right. Four thirty. Really? Well, I mean, who knows what? It's hard to measure time when you're just in a room <laughs> alone without clocks. Apparently. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are clocks, but who's watching those? Like. <laughs> There's internet to use clocks today. On. There's worthless information to gather. There really needs to be some sort of uh, phrase that is a, that just translates it to "I am politely just acknowledging that we have met, but I do not actually have the time nor energy to have a real conversation with you." Like, is there a way to do that? Like a way to just say hi and goodbye? Yeah, like quickly. Like hi, a- we successfully interacted as human beings. I acknowledge your presence. I respect yeah, your like existence. This. It goes like this. Hey, hey. That's it. <laughs> but th- all right. Or I just much- keep walking on my way and I'll say, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like to I like to peri- periodically interject some spice. When someone asks me, like, hey, how's it going? Or what have you been up to? Or whatever. Yeah. And- you, ju- you like to end your sentence with, and out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. I, yes. I, I, I punctuate the thing that I couldn't figure <laughs> out I was going to say by just talking louder. No, I like to add some spice. And there's several phrases that are useful for almost no matter what salutation it is. Uh-huh. Like something like, oh, you know. Just kicking it. <laughs> that always works. Yeah. <laughs> or cold chilling. So your your method is to just confuse the person up where they don't want to keep talking Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Most people don't want to start talking to me to begin with. Right. But once you I say cold viewed- chilling... I am viewed by most passersby, including those that have some uh, some relationship with me or knowledge of who I am as... The equivalent of that guy wearing four coats standing under the bus stop talking to (laughs) no one else. I was really proud of myself once where I had probably, I felt the most successful 
like polite but hurried interaction with someone that I hadn't seen in years. Like we were crossing, a, like we were passing each other in a crosswalk in the middle of the street yeah. on a high traffic road. And I was with you're my, on a countdown. Yeah, you're I was with my wife, then fiance, and he's just like, "Oh, hey man, how's it going?" And as we're crossing, I'm just like, "Um," and I like pointed in the direction of my house. I'm like, "I live over there," and I'm marrying her. And he just goes, "Cool," and like, and then we just stopped <laughs> and continued our separate ways. I felt really good about Was it. Was that gentleman invited to your wedding? No. <laughs> you didn't make the cut? That guy didn't make the cut? I hadn't seen him in years. Like, it was just a guy I kind of knew in high school. Let's say his name in case he's listening. I, I don't think he's listening. <laughs> okay. It, does that mean you don't know his name? <laughs> I do. That's sort of what I was getting at. <laughs> and that name is? Marcus May... Mm. Yeah! <laughs> Suck it, Marcus May... Mm. Well, I can't remember how the G is. There's a G. I can't remember if it's Medgy or Meggy. Man. Maggie <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> if he's listening, he knows who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah I would imagine. Now welcome th- to our welcome to our family of listening audience, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this is gonna come back to bite me in the ass, isn't it? <laughs> oh, Maggie is gonna be so pissed at you. What if he's president of the internet now? It's just like goodbye, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, flips the kill switch. Yeah, yeah. someone someone had to. Uh, now, was there an act of succession or an election after Steve Jobs? So I I imagine it was just sort of an insane like battle royale. Oh, power vacuum. Yeah, sweet, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, you mentioned vacuum, and immediately it sucks the life out of the conversation. Wow. Yeah, that's that is. <laughs> Should I say symbology? Is this where we say and out? <laughs> this feels, and yeah. out. This feels like an and out moment. So, well, we are towards the end of our little intro segment here. But what we have here, uh, Courtney is not only our most uh, generous guest that has come through so far. She's least talkative. No, 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 not true. at all. Oh, okay. Not true. All right, cool. <laughs> you're doing, you're doing great. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> yeah, you'll start to find, you'll start to find the groove, and eventually, this conversation will just be you threatening to sue me. I <laughs> <laughs> can't wait. As soon as you, have, I, I'm surprised it hasn't happened already. Figured out that anything that we say is worth talking over. <laughs> 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 you can just jump in whenever. Absolutely. Right. But the point being, Courtney is also our. F- First musical guest? I'm pretty sure I was our first musical guest. Well, not, you we, weren't guesting at the time. We had we had Scott. Oh, listen to that. We had Scott Weller, but we couldn't fit a kit in here. So. <laughs> right. We didn't we didn't have him drum for yeah. us. <laughs> right. But uh not only our most polite and uh generous, but easily easily the most talented person that <laughs> any of us <laughs> have ever met ever. All right. Well, we, we Suck ended it, up... Suck it, Chris Maddock. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> JK, I oh, love man. you. Oh, <laughs> man. Man. Now I wish that, like, she sort of sucked the air out of my Suck It Phil Colas running meme. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. Yeah, I know. That was... See, she's far more talented than I and thus can aim higher on the food chain <laughs> for people she demands. Suck it. Nice. <laughs> we, uh... We ended up asking you on here, like, right after a Courtney McLean in the Dirty Curls show, was yes. it not? Yeah. Uh, it was just, like, a week, a week ago um, at Cause. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, I, I asked you to come do this, mm-hmm. and I didn't even mean to. We were at a show, and Laura, a mutual friend of all of ours, just, like, sort of pushed me toward you and said, Hey, have you met Steven? And then I had to have words to say. And now I'm glad that you're here because you are, like we said, more generous and talented than Mike. 
Well, yeah. Hey, when did it, I? I don't know why that suddenly became about me. Because no one likes you. That's not true. There we go. Oh. You were just pimping her into this generosity thing that we <laughs> pushed into her. I, look, it's not pimping when it's a, when it's actually quality characterization. <laughs> that's that's character development. <laughs> we're moving the plot along. Oh, but part of that generosity is. Getting rid of my need to do any work whatsoever <laughs> post-production-wise. Because we plan to use Courtney's music as our interstitials instead of me having to look for stuff on the internet. In-studio performance. Yes. In-studio performance, people. Suck this up. It's big time. <laughs> look for it on, uh, look for it on uh, the CD we put out at the end of the year that is entirely just these songs. <laughs> entitled, <laughs> <laughs> entitled, How Could the Show Be Bad? Live... In studio, volume, whatever. <laughs> guest I, sign away all, entitled, guest sign away all rights. Oh, yes. these are our songs now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, perfect. Actually, uh, you fell into the trap. Uh, <laughs> by, by the time that you uh, are done appearing on this show, Wikipedia will reflect that I wrote this song. Right <laughs> <here>. <laughs> uh, We've oh. just ensured that the, she, that. You play the worst We're songs you can think of. <laughs> We're getting <laughs> old McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Welcome back to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we broke her. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Should we do this? Oh, that's good. <laughs> to BDSM That's the whole dominant submissive bondage sex thing But if I were Here's a list of safe words I would use to denote that our play had gotten a little out of hand sure you all know what a safe word is but in case you don't I'll tell you it's a word that is decided upon beforehand for the bottom to signal but it's become way too rough and they would like it to stop Because sometimes people who engage in BDSM like to use the word stop, you're hurting me as encouragement to get a little more pain because it makes them feel good anyway. Here's a short list of words, I think. <laughs> would be useful if I ever chose to go down the road of being someone's bitch in a dungeon. By the way, you don't have to memorize them. If I'm ever your sub, I'll remind you. 
here we go, Jeremiah, Grey Duck, Mickey's Christmas Carol, Harvey Keitel. <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Titus Andronicus, animal husbandry. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Stonehenge, Dr. Pepper, Kung Pao chicken. Sling blade, grandma. Peter Venkman, <laughs> tapeworm. Vamos a jugar con la playa. <laughs> Kyrie. But Geiger counter, <laughs> Freddie Mercury. Belgium waffles. <clears throat> Snooky, the situation, and finally, break into electric boogaloo, but I'm not into BDSM, but just in case, because someday, I might change my mind. I'll keep you posted. Safety first. Courtney McLean, everybody. <laughs> so let me ask. Let me ask uh, you this, Courtney. Of all of those, of all of those potential safe words. How many of them are also names of sex acts that might happen in a dungeon during BDSM? Um, Peter Venkman, definitely. <laughs> okay, so there's at least one. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I don't know for sure, but yes, I'm sure they are. <laughs> I'm sure we can make them up. What was the name of that song, P.S.? I should have said that, be- asked that before you started playing. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, safe words. Very good. Safe words, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back. On How Could This Show Be Bad. Welcome back to How Could This Show Be Bad. Yeah. Should we plug the song again that people just heard? I don't remember the name of it. Well, we plugged it Safe directly after. Words. Did we? Oh, that's right. right. Yeah, that wouldn't make any sense. I don't know. This is new to us. We're breaking new ground. No <laughs> podcast before has ever done this. <laughs> <laughs> We're not coming back. From a musical break, we had a break mm-hmm. from music. Yeah, you no. You're what are you gonna do? Just put like a beeping sound between. <laughs> Courtney, we're all very confused. <laughs> uh, I can't help you except that the listeners will just hear it all the way straight through. So I'm sure that they got that the song's name was Safe Words. Yeah, <laughs> and it's over now, right? It's over <laughs> is it now. over? Is it, it is, is it over. and out? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Callback. I'm so glad that that came back during a new segment. <laughs> that means it's in play for the rest of the show. You <laughs> know it. Oh, how will we end this show, I wonder. How was your 4th of July, you guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> We're gonna... Mine was pretty awesome. 
I went to work at yeah. 345. And in, was the, in the AM or the PM? In the PM. Okay. In the PM. And was cut at 405. Wow. Yeah. Hey. They were like, we don't need you. Go home. For, for those, for our incredibly uh, upper middle class and 1% listeners <laughs> that make up a majority of our listeners, yeah. cut is a term for servers in which they no longer have to work. Yes. Someone did not knife her at work <laughs> 20 minutes later, which would have probably also gotten you out of work. Yes. Hopefully. This is true. But, but I a, got out of work pain-free and with an unexpected night of watching fireworks behind a tree. Oh, the best way to experience fireworks. Know, right? <laughs> the kind you can't see. Yeah, exactly. Were you afraid of the fireworks? <laughs> no, we just got a bad place at Powderhorn Park. Oh. My neighbors like decided to start lighting fireworks like an hour yeah. and a half after the city's fireworks had ended. Well, it's better than like a day and a half, like many people choose to. But it was just, yeah. like it was weird because yeah. I just started hearing this like <laughs> outside of my house, and I didn't know what was happening. And then uh-huh. I just saw a bunch of people sitting in lawn chairs, like Ooh. having Roman candles uh, in the center <laughs> of the chairs. <laughs> like they didn't even seem to be having that much fun. They're just sort of watching them, just like, "Yep, this so, is our time." I think I disappointment with fireworks is a long-standing tradition of America's 4th of July celebration. Well, at least citizens of Minnesota, where we our fireworks consumption is neutered horribly in what we can buy. I think I can... Uh, True. I think I can let our listeners, um, the multitudes of our listeners, in on a pretty sweet secret. Uh, about <laughs> oh, pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet it's secret not, with Stephen Montenegro. It's not super <laughs> sweet, but it's pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Um, so, Dish, Stephen. I watched fireworks also on the 4th of July. Wow. What was your tree situation? (laughs) None. And here's why. And Mm -hmm. this is a secret. I found the best place in Minneapolis to watch fireworks from. Okay. Where? The top of the parking garage at Calhoun Square um, yielded no less than 18 fireworks shows within view of where (laughs) I was. Wow. (laughs) Including one like a block away and another like two blocks away. That's awesome. Um, And, you know, you're taller than everything. Like, literally by city ordinance, that's the tallest building within, like, eight blocks of there. So, you know, nothing, no trees there. Yeah. Sure. I was in a, I was in a disgusting concrete jungle of <laughs> rebar and, what's that stuff? Concrete. <laughs> um, it, it, it was 140 degrees. Sure. But it was a pretty 140 degrees. Right. That is why I also used the height method. But in my case... You just stand on the ground and be taller than everyone else. (laughs) You spend every fireworks show saying, Hey, kid down there that should be really excited about this because you're the right age. Hey, dummy, why aren't you this tall? Don't you wish you were tall like me? (laughs) I'm I'm an asshole. I'm your tree. (laughs) But I did... I added to the height. What? Uh, I added to my natural... uh, Moon shoes. Uh, what? Moon sh- Coffee moon- can stilts. Moon boots did not have terribly uh, added. A bouncy padded. castle. <laughs> oh, oh that, okay. That would have been the only thing that could have that trumped. So have we have all. Uh, Courtney has pointed out that we all fucked up. The yeah, we all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Every one of us fucked up. Yes. All right, we make a pact right now. Yeah. Bouncy castle on the top of the Calhoun Square uh, garage <laughs> next year. Yeah. Oh nice. my God. But we have to surround it with uh, children who can't see because the bouncy castle's in their way. Right. And we <laughs> do not allow the children in the bouncy <laughs> Absolutely castle. Absolutely not. Come on, child human shield. <laughs> Ironically, not the first time I've ever said that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> the recurring theme. And then we can like poke our heads like we're probably over the weight capacity, but we don't care. 
Because <laughs> the kids are okay. We're drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes in here, minors. <laughs> <laughs> and just waiting for the uh, for the ironic ending where we our cigarette ad, our lit cigarette cherries hit the uh, rubber. Yeah. Combined with being overweight for the bouncy castle in the first place. Yeah. And it all just explodes, sending us over the edge. Yes. Yes. That the children can see perfectly. Yep. yep. Oh, there's your irony. That's the irony that pisses me off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like I did not care about my grisly death in this in this hypothetical scenario. The fact that children enjoyed it uh-huh. enraged me. <laughs> yes. Why did it enrage you, Stephen? I hate children. What do you have that's, that's that's children? Pretty, so okay. So here's the thing. Man, I was trying so hard to segue naturally into one thing, and we're segued naturally into this other thing. Yes. I just wanted to let the listeners behind the curtain in a slight way. It's a, like a shimmery, like, translucent curtain. So sure. it's like a twilight vampire during the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Our curtain sparkles. Uh, so. How could the show be bad? Our curtain sparkles. <laughs> nice. New slogan. Um, so I recently uh, was standing next to. Hear me out before you all attack me on this. All right. I was recently standing next to uh. a, a three-year-old's birthday party, overhearing it. What? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So I, you weren't actually you weren't actually part of the party. You were you not were a like guest of the, the party. On the other side of the fence. Yeah, it was it was my neighbor. Oh, okay. Um. So my neighbor just had a birthday party for I believe his three-year-old, and I believe the child is a boy. I'm not. So we're clarifying to the listener that the three-year-old does not own the property. Uh, I don't know that. Okay. Um, I haven't produced the deed, neighbors. I haven't. Yeah, the long form deed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so a guy brings his child to the to said outdoor birthday party where yes. they are barbecuing. Yes. And uh, the uh, the the people at the party say, "Hey, can we get you anything hamburger or something?" Um, and the guy says of his own child. Oh, um, do you have hot dogs? They're just so much easier for him to eat because it's like a two-year-old. You cut it up; it's easier for a two-year-old to eat hot dogs. Sure, I get that. Kids are stupid; they can't eat, right? Uh-huh. Um, but so then this other this other woman, who, as far as I could tell, is not related to this house. <laughs> she just had her child at the same birthday party. Said, "Oh no, no, no! Everybody else else has to eat hamburgers," and and everybody sort of stopped, including the people that were throwing the party, and went. <laughs> What? And then <laughs> referring to her child says, she just gets really upset if anyone else eats hot dogs. Because she likes hot dogs and they should be all for her. <laughs> oh my god. No. And everybody else commenced eating hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> they honored this request. How many hot dogs were there? I do not know. I was not at the party. All oh, right. Did the child look like it was dying? No! Like, I, I couldn't even see the child. Was the child like, like this lady was a Make-A-Wish Foundation <laughs> member? I want to know, how does this make you hate kids? Because that's clearly the parent is being the oh, idiot. And, yeah, that's true. And yeah. see, this was the... Excellent point, This Courtney. was the follow-up question that I had intended to elicit before I immediately pointed out making myself look like a child-hating genius that <laughs> imagine what that child will become oh, growing yeah. up yeah. that yeah. way. yeah. Either that or the child. I really do think that a child can break free from that. You know? I don't from know. From the influence of a horrible parent? Well, or like some or sort a of weird significant emotional event. <laughs> that would. This is sociology high school talking. 
<laughs> so you took you took sociology instead of like twelfth grade history in high school. Or you yeah. went to a sociology high school, which I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> I did not. There could be a magnet but I did school take for a troubled teens. Class. <laughs> teens, <laughs> teens who only got to eat hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, hamburgers. Oh right. Wait. <laughs> so okay, never mind. <laughs> so anyway, the, this parent is crazy. Yeah, this parent is a terrible parent. Mm-hmm. But. but but it takes a village of people giving in to this parent. But yeah, all the other wow, parents are call. terrible. But even more so, mm-hmm. and this is how much I do not care for children. <laughs> even more so, that child is ultimately at fault for throwing a tantrum. And clearly that little girl at one point said, no, I get all the hot dogs. <laughs> and I'm guessing the parent said, no, let someone else have the hot dogs. And then she persisted and once again said, no. I get all the hot dogs. Well, that's so- a lot of assumptions to make. I think you're giving the kid too much power. But it is. Yeah, but true. the situation that you presented is even worse than that, though, because it sounds like the parent didn't say she gets to eat all the hot dogs. It was simply she's the only one who gets to eat hot dogs. Yes. Right. Which means the kid could only eat, like, she could just have half a hot dog and leave the rest as, like, you know. I believe that that is probably what was happening. A good parent should be constantly pointing out that there are starving kids in Africa. Yeah. Right. As opposed to just enforcing food going bad. The people who ran that party should have gone uh, caught your kid smoking style and force fed that little girl every hot dog they had in the house. <laughs> oh, good call. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would have been. And, and then after like hot dog 15, they could all be like, mmm, these hamburgers are so good. So here's my theory. I about- think they should have been whitewashing those hamburgers and making it look really fun to whitewash I'm hamburgers. Sure, I'm pretty sure whitewash <laughs> is toxic. <laughs> Um, here's my th- so here's my theory about children. Uh, hold people- on, can I stop for one second? You could have just said like Tom Sawyer, something like you could have made it not quite so literal of a reference where they're literally like painting a toxic <laughs> chemical on the hamburgers. I'm pretty sure that that that's where the funny is. I, I mean, I poisoning children with with whitewash is where the funny is. Right, here. and I don't understand this Tom Sawyer thing that you're talking about. Okay. What is the uh, what is this? Tom no. Sawyer has to whitewash a fence, doesn't he? Oh, I was talking about the. Uh, I certainly don't know anything about, about that. I was talking about the. I rush certainly single. wasn't I was thinking about, about that single. at all. Mike, was, Mike is Mike <laughs> is currently being what we call an asshole about it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. So here's the thing about children. Uh huh. They're the worst. Uh huh. You know who's worse? <laughs> the people that raised them. That's hmm. it. And out? Is it? <laughs> I, I think what you're saying is that human beings are the worst. <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. What about Mogu? Boom. Sociology You class. guys? If you are, were, or have children, you are the worst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That explains The other a lot. day I was sitting there. I might have been stoned, and I was just looking at everybody passing by. And is thinking, that the first drug reference anyone has ever made on the show? No. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just thinking, man, what, like, gross sacks of skin we are. <laughs> just watching people go by. Wait, I was just you like, think you may have been stoned <laughs> while you were sitting, watching people walk by going, we are just gross sacks of skin. <laughs> Calling all of your friends. You guys. You guys, <laughs> check are... this out. <laughs> if, you'd been, if you'd skin. been sober, you would have realized that the sacks are made of skin, whereas if you were a sack of skin, right, that would imply weird. that it was full of skin. That'd be weird. No, I I understood you perfectly in the first place, and I what's a sack more made of skin. Yeah, and what's more, I don't a disagree. Every human being is fucking disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. 
Yeah. <laughs> All of you. Was there like a particular behavior that set you on this path? Or? No, I was just looking at people, like different people's bodies. Yeah. And oh, God, don't do that. I know. <laughs> I know. Americans are gross. <laughs> You're just having yourself a good hate stare. But even, yeah. but, but good, even solid like. solid hate stare. But even like, like people who were really fit yeah. and uh-huh. muscular, sure. I still was just like. Uh, oh yeah, no, they so get gross too. Because no. then they get veiny and like. Not to mention like, they think that they're it's fine to just go shirtless all I the know, time, right? Yeah. There I a... just passed some dude coming off of the bike path on the way here, just biking in shorts and no shirt, and yeah. it's just so fuck here's you. Here's the only person that is allowed to be shirtless in public. The only class of people. Okay. Uh, Gigantic, disgusting people. <laughs> Because they know they're disgusting. I think that we should actually narrow it down specifically to sumo wrestlers. Yeah. If you want to walk around shirtless, you should have the commitment to it to create a giant mass of self. Around a little diaper thing. Yeah. Um, no, I, I also meant Obviously, to imply... they have to put the diaper thing on first and then grow it, grow out of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm, I meant to imply... I also meant to imply that these people, that these men, let's be honest, would be incredibly... <laughs> these men. Would be incredibly hairy. Oh, sure. But you need to be disgusting. Because oh. then you Wait, wait, wait. It... What's more disgusting than a morbidly obese, hairy woman? That's... A good point. Bum, bum, oh. Bum, bum. <laughs> My mind is blown. And out. Oh, no, no, no. No, there it is. That's the difference. I don't want to see that. <laughs> but this giant, disgusting gentleman. Yes. This. You're all about that. Yeah. yeah. That's just funny. Okay. A guy that chooses to own the fact that we he weighs 430 pounds and 80 of it is hair. <laughs> I think the most fascinating thing. In, Wait, oh, like, are you just opening up the possibility that you will have the commitment to gain like enough poundage to go around shirtless? You have any idea? You're clearly how, already hairy. Do you have any idea how hard I tried to gain uh, <laughs> to gain weight up to normal size? <laughs> I ate 14 Twinkies. In between lunch and dinner today, but no hot dogs because that no would have been dogs. rude to that little girl. <laughs> right. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want her to get upset. <laughs> <laughs> she would know too. She would know. She's that's totally the little girl that like goes to someone else's birthday party and then goes home and expects presents from her parent. <laughs> she someone got else present, got presents. Yeah. I want presents. She wears a tiara to someone else's birthday party. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they should. This is how they should start, like precasting my super sweet sixteen. They should just like put a call out for like parents who force other children to not enjoy things so their <laughs> child can enjoy it yeah. exclusively. Did you maybe they get the parents when uh, the kid is really really young? They're like, oh, you just had a kid. Can you spoil them for sixteen years? Yeah. Here's your $5 million deal. This right. is what I'm saying. It's like, it, it, it should be, look, if we... Sort of an anti-super nanny. If we yes. as a nation are committed to creating the most grotesque reality television possible, <laughs> we do what the Europeans do with soccer. They pull those kids out of school at the age of eight and put them in a soccer academy mm-hmm. where they go to high school one hour a day and just play soccer all day. Yeah. We should be pulling our children out of school and spoiling the fuck out of them <laughs> and teaching them to look down on those people around them. All in the name of entertainment. Yes. <laughs> and all in the name our of entertainment. Our only enter- export. Uh, <laughs> no. We also <laughs> probably export. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was really hoping to think of something funny that we also export, but we don't export anything else. No. America! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Eat it up. Eat it up, Chinese robots. We're, we're exporting you entertainment right now. Who we've, who we've determined are, what, about 40% of our listening audience? Yeah. If not more. Chinese robots. Yeah. yeah.
No. <laughs> not the not the useful kind that make shoes and shit either. No. Like the kind that just troll the internet that are just like, looking to like they're just waiting for me to read my credit card number. <laughs> <laughs> what is that again? <laughs> oh, you almost got me. <laughs> I was fumbling through my wallet. That, that was like, so close. That was like Manchurian candidate style. For some like. <laughs> reason, for some reason I just read my credit com- card number out loud on demand. Yeah. At least for Mike. <laughs> it's, it's it's awkward. We were we were trying to have like a bit to take on stupid human tricks on uh David I I thought that if I kept talking that then it would <laughs> then it would get better. Something something would happen. <laughs> That didn't yeah. happen. What? Nope. Well, you started talking about July 4th because you were, wanted to segue into Convergence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was just it about was... to say, so let's talk about Convergence. <laughs> Courtney, you are nailing the segues tonight. Like, yeah, you are the new host. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Learn to play the banjo, Mike. <laughs> You've sort of painted me into a corner of like banjo attacking playing. our yeah. guests for a moment. But how is just... Stating the segue, an excellent segue. That's usually what you do. Oh yeah, because a great host would just attack the guest. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> look, I've I've kind of given up on the great host title. <laughs> like maybe one of the third greatest hosts, Rick Bronson's <laughs> top hosts with a so, day job. Okay. So guest slash new host, lead us down the path to comedy prosperity. <laughs> what are we talking about here? Con- Convergence. <laughs> Why, do we, do why we did we to, all do that? <laughs> Let me be clear that I, Stephen Montenegro, did not. No. Yeah, because you're a spoil sport and a wet blanket. Yeah. And not a nerd. You may not eat hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, convergence. Yeah, we Let's had a explain big, uh, for people, for our listeners that don't know or didn't listen to, to the show last, last week episode, where yeah. we talked about it at length. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Convergence is a four-day, um, like, convention of all things geekery. Um, and just do everything. We, did we talk about this last week? Did I ask this question last week? Is it, It's not focused on, like, it's not like a science fiction convention or a comic book convention. It's no. like an everything nerd convention. It's, yeah, it's yeah, an it's amalgam an... of all that stuff. Okay, I, don't, yeah. I didn't remember if I, I don't pay attention to, I don't pay attention to what, it's basically like a, it's like it's a happening. nerd pride week. Yeah, I think oh, we okay. asked. Totally. I think we asked Bauer that, but he mostly focused on the food glory hole. So we didn't really get a, <laughs> oh, yeah, get a complete I answer. There's a food glory hole, yeah. right? I uh, did not know that. Oh, which 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 portions of the con did you partake in? Um, the peanut butter and jelly sandwich station. Nice. Oh Wait, shit! Did, so did you just eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, or did you make peanut butter and jelly? Or did sandwiches? you become peanut butter and, and jelly sandwiches? Three peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> or, or were you like the official bard of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, playing like I country wish. twinge oh, banjo be ballads <laughs> about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No, that no, not this year. Maybe next year. Get on I'm it, hoping. convergence. Look, all I'm saying, convergence. If you're listening or uh, getting updates from Chinese robots, <laughs> I will come if there is someone. No, specifically Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> playing the banjo and singing country twinge ballads about peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Right. I would pay for a convention for that. For nothing else. And I think they can still wow. be uh, I think they can still touch on BDSM like the songs like sure. the, P- sure. the yeah. I imagine that oh, they would have to. Like jelly and peanut butter doesn't Always go on men's penises to be sucked off. Right. <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's always like something there's to be something said about else that. else you could do with it. Yeah. It's right. not Nutella. <laughs> PB and J BDSM. 
Yeah. It, it's P-B-N-J, just a natural. P-B-N-J-B-D-S-M. Um, so, yeah, so I did that. This is a giant alphabet soup, just like Pride. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, the first night I performed in the stand-up records little comedy room that they had. I performed my songs. Hey. And then the next day I did a show with the Rockstar Storytellers. And then I was on a writing comedy music panel. And then I performed with Vilification Tennis. Stop having additional talents. <laughs> You're making us feel bad. Yeah. Uh, vilification Tennis being a show that is done locally here. Uh, I, I'm going to fail to describe what it is. It's insult comedy. It's like there's two people versus two people, and they throw insults back and forth, and there's a referee who calls points. Yeah, and, it's and, Nick uh, Cannon. The referee is Nick Cannon. We discussed this last week. With no, it's <laughs> Tim Wick. Yeah, no, uh, it, oh, oh. Nick Cannon had a show on MTV in which oh, he oh. did that. In Man, a that's a callback to something I don't even remember. Terrible, terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you talking about Wildin' Out? Yeah, Nick Cannon's Wildin', wildin out. out. And out. And Wildin' Out. <laughs> wow, uh, a pop culture reference that one, Dan got, and two, Dan got and no one else got. That is amazing. I, guys, I am a, uh intense student of Nick Cannon's um, career. Are we uh, still calling it right. a career? Is that a... I don't know. He just you can't... went to, uh, much like Courtney went to a sociology high school, you went to a Nick Cannon high school. Yes. <laughs> exactly. A Nick Cannon immersion school. Because yeah. <laughs> if you really want to learn Nick Cannon, you have to be surrounded by it at all times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Both PE and music class is just playing a snare drum. <laughs> mm-hmm. You did a lot of things at this convention. Yeah. I did. And most of them seem to be comedy related and mm-hmm. not like comic book related, um, which, you know, thus makes you cooler than all of the other people at the convention. Again, <laughs> stop having additional talents. <laughs> you're making me feel bad. No, you're, this, this, is making an, this is making an even better get for our guest list. Did so. you? I know. Did you stop by any, any booths aside from the PB&J? Um, I stopped in one booth that was all blacklit, and um, I got some drinks here and there. Did you were space lounge? Wait, so was the like a, was the was the blacklit place like I? Okay, so the the way I was going to segue into this before was I went to see fireworks on the Fourth of July the night before the convention at the hotel the con was in, mm. uh, and then I experienced like. The, like, beginning stages of con people trying to have fun before the con has actually started, which kind of looks a little bit sad, <laughs> but, like, it was... Uh, There's tons of yiffing everywhere. <laughs> What's yiffing? Yeah. Uh, Hold on. That, High five. <laughs> you and I are the only ones who got that. Is that something Boom. furries do? Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that's, that I've heard it. That's furry fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yiffing is a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's more than just fucking. It's where they rigorously pet their fake furry butts or whatever. <laughs> I did get, like, a gift bag from, like, there was this group called, like, Nerd Tron or something that was having, like, an opening night party where they had filled a bunch of, like, Kool-Aid so containers. Obviously not a good enough gift bag that you remembered who you got it from, right. which was their whole goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that they were, like, a nerd uh, mechanism of some sort. Like, yeah, like, nerd and Voltron. Yeah. Being some sort of nerdtron. 
But like they they gave away this like gift bag that had like a comic book that was like two of four in a series. Huh. Uh, oh, great! That's super useful. <laughs> yeah, that's it, that's the best time to get into a story. It had like an al- It had one of those like aliens with the twenty five percent of the way toys. through. And it also had, like, a banana-flavored condom and personal lubricant in wait, it. Wait, wait. Do you know that it was a banana-flavored condom? It or did banana the package, on it. Or did the package just claim it the was a banana? The package claims it's okay. banana-flavored. <laughs> All I'm saying is that you did not taste this condom. Right. Nor did I... <laughs> Pussy. Nor did I put it to the test that night, which I assume is what they were encouraging. Right. Yeah, you, you want to yiff safely. Yeah. <laughs> you want to fuck that comic book, right? That's what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. That's uh, what the lube is for. Right. <laughs> but like they had they had this like they had a no col- burn like loose leaf burn. Four like, color printing is very granular. Yeah. The dudes that I went there with like specifically went there for this party because they had seen all of the alcohol these guys had in like the back room or something. <laughs> but the form that the alcohol took when it was like offered up was they had filled nine different uh like Kool-Aid uh, this is already dispensers. a specific number and specific thing, thus making me think that they were trying to kill everybody ahead of a uh, comet. Well, the nine was because it was each one, each drink concoction uh, was labeled with a different uh, uh, alignment for D and D. So, like all of the all oh. of the goods only contained pop. All the uh, the neutrals contained some alcohol, and the evils presumably would just like destroy your head uh, oh. and so, like, force you so, to taste so, banana flavored condoms. Chaotic neutrals like rum and coke. What you're saying? Oh, well, that's what I was hoping. But the one drink that I had, and I went for a, like uh, chaotic good or chaotic neutral or something. It was disappointingly weak. Really? Yeah. Like I was, they basically just should've, tricked me into drinking soda. Should have gone to Chaotic Evil. Clearly, I went to two party rooms, and I was so bummed when I had non-alcoholic, like out of their Kool Aid. Yeah, this is so. This was what I, I was. I was. I was all keyed up by something that you said earlier. Uh-huh. You said you got some <laughs> all dr- keyed up. <laughs> Look, this is a that is a thing that is common in our parlance <laughs> here in the 1930s. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. I was all keyed up about something you said earlier. Yeah. It 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 really got uh it really got me thinking that like these things would be way better with booze. Yeah. But I didn't think that there was booze at any of these things. Yeah, there's totally booze there. Oh. There's just people are checking IDs and like the stand up records room. Oh, because had... because no offense, but you're like seventeen years old and totally worried <laughs> that people are looking at your Well well. I don't know, but they have to. I think that if they serve booze there, that they have to not charge for it. But people have to be twenty-one that take it. Oh, mm. it's just like any other party you have, I guess. Wait, did I just miss a joke? I'm just, I'm just laughing at how disappointed <laughs> <laughs> both Dan and Look, Steven I seemed. Didn't under, in that. I didn't understand what that meant in practice. What I did get out of it was that booze is harder to come by than it should be. It's not that it's hard to come by. I just thought every room would have it. And I feel like if it's a non-alcoholic drink that you're serving me, it needs to be labeled. Right. Yeah, you got to yeah, warn yeah. people <laughs> yeah. that all you're going to get out of this is a need to because go to the bathroom. all these party rooms have tip jars. And so I place a dollar in the tip jar, then I go to get my drink, and there's no booze in it. Right. That's F bullshit. That. Yeah. yeah. 
this is a racket. Yeah. <laughs> we need to take this down. <laughs> I think that you have found something worse than children. Get me Elliot Ness. <laughs> <laughs> he was the good one, right? Yep. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> good job. Good job. Um, uh, singing with my 30s get, theme. As opposed to get me Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, well, he would have taken care of that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was so. trying to decide which one is more likely to solve my not getting booze uh, problem. Yeah. All I'm saying is that like Mr. Capone, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of young men serving soda pop at the hotel. <laughs> well, shoot them in the bathroom and just replace it with bathtub gin. Yeah, that's what all cons do. You, need. Do you want to shoot them in the bathroom if you're taking the gin <laughs> okay, out of the bathtub? It would be a different bathtub. It was a oh, it was okay. a reference to St. Valentine's Day massacre. It's, it's okay. <laughs> but if you're if you only have one party room to your group, like you only have the one bathroom. Some suites at hotels have more than one bathroom. I guess. And it's not <laughs> like you can distill gin in, like, the 24 hours before the party. <laughs> well, not good gin. That's why it's Dan. four days long, right? This is the last day You're everyone breaks out their bathtub for gin. That. And why exactly. everyone in Dan's family is completely blind. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that was dramatic. That was a dramatic look Mike and I just shared for the listeners at home. But... Neither of us could tell because we're completely oh, right. blind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dan assumes it was a dramatic look that they shared. <laughs> just, I could sense something. So what, what, what was your party room experience like? I assume you got booze at some point. Oh, yeah. I definitely did. So there was a happy ending. Can yeah. you just bring your own? Could I just bring a totally. liter of like bad Canadian whiskey and wander around with it? Absolutely. Oh. I'm liking this better and better. Yeah. I might not oh, need fun. the peanut butter and jelly bar to show up at this thing. It's a lot of fun. There's well, tons of panels. There's sure. tons of things to go to. And, like, you literally just walk around the inside of this hotel, and both top and bottom floors are all party rooms. So you eventually are going to hit some alcohol. It's usually faster, <laughs> than, faster than you think. And there's also this awesome party room that's called Toast, where they make toast. <clears throat> and they've been around for a long time, I think. They make toast, and they have 103 different toppings, and you get to choose three. So I had wheat toast with marshmallow cream, Captain Crunch, and chocolate syrup. That does not sound bad. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That does not sound not delicious. I was very briefly disappointed when you started to struggle for the end of 100, and then it was just three. But Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty impressive. Um, But, like, you know, take it Yeah. Uh, taken away from my expectations, that's a really good number. Yeah, I was at I was uh I was at this coffee shop in the middle of nowhere, uh, in this town in the middle of nowhere, like of like like eight hundred people in Iowa yeah. uh, a few weeks back, and I went to this coffee shop, which is like the only thing open that had internet in the entire town. I think there was like a giant satellite dish that you could actually see the red beam coming out mm-hmm. of that got them their internet. Yeah. Um. So I go there to uh to uh checks on some things and there's just a stream of people rolling in from after like little league games and soccer games and every single one of them ordered toast like <laughs> for their children from a coffee shop they like went to this coffee shop slash breakfast spot and there's like toast please <laughs> and like huh. most of them did not order coffee even they're just like here's 40 cents give me some toast so finally i like decided i'm going here and i'm not just going to ask what the deal with the toast is because I went to an anthropology high school and I'm a participant. <laughs> uh-huh. So I ordered toast and they said, would you like white toast or wheat toast? And I was feeling sassy. So I said, wheat toast, please. And they said, we're out of wheat toast. <laughs> and they gave me white toast. And uh, 
and they said, would you like butter on it? And I said, yes, please. And they said, well, we only have margarine. So they just <laughs> gave me toast with margarine on it. And people from all around flooded to this coffee shop to order white toast with margarine on it. You clearly gave all of the wrong code words for, like, the secret sex orgy or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, well, but hundreds of other people had done it. Maybe it was an Emperor's New Clothes thing. Maybe they were all like, people keep ordering toast, and then when they're done, they walk out looking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> See, they knew how to make they knew how to make the order. Like clearly, like this this is clearly a front. They don't have anything. <laughs> like you just have to say the like when they ask you, do you want white or wheat? You say like two if by C, right. and then they give you like a bag of pot or something, or like or like there's vials of crack mushed into the bread, or right? Something. Oh, did I? Eat, I may have eaten a bunch of margarine crack. <laughs> I may have just consumed crack cocaine with a ton of margarine. Yeah, on it. maybe. Uh, all right, I think uh, wow, I we, think we, I think that's good to to go out on this segment. Nah, uh, <laughs> Courtney. Would you be interested in playing us another tune? I sure would. Yay! I really about 60% expected to just be like, nope, we're done. <laughs> we're done. Sorry, I don't have tunes. <laughs> you, you may have white bread. Right. I'm trying to decide what I should play. Play something that I haven't played in a while. If you wanted to be super oh. literal, you could just tune the banjo. <laughs> nice. It's in tune. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, way, way to make her self-conscious about it. <laughs> So what what uh, what uh, what's this what is this song going to be that we're Well, this song is an is an older one. It's been around for a few years. It's called Suck a Ring. <laughs> and uh my old band and I made a video for it. Yeah. Um and and it was like more popular when cuz we kind of we kind of got kind of popular in like 2009, 2010. I know and that I've we, yeah. I know that I've I've heard I've heard your band bespoken of for several years oh okay mm. um yeah so anyway this was at if, the beginning if you want people to find the video you can tell them where they could find it right oh it's on youtube but i don't know the exact address because okay yeah <laughs> it belongs we'll to my old out. band member oh no. but anyway see. but here's the song <laughs> <laughs> I have been so lonely for so very long But when you walked into my life I had to write this song I have heard that other girls want you by their side But there is just that little thing by which they can't abide mm. I promise I will love you for better or for worse. And I would never ask you to go down on me first. Other girls might tell you that they think it's gross. But I can't wait to feel your dick at the back of my throat. Mm. I'm gonna suck, suck, suck a ring, gonna suck a ring right out of that thing, gonna suck, suck a ring, gonna suck a ring right out of that thing, gonna make you wanna marry me, I'm gonna show you what a good wife I can be. See, I have watched a lot of porn, so I know how it's done. The tide is high, but I'm holding on, I'm gonna be your number one. 
Pardon me if I seem to come across a little blunt, but I am more than ready to put an end to this hunt. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna suck. Suck a ring, gonna suck a <laughs> ring right out of that thing, gonna suck. Suck a ring, gonna suck a ring right out of that thing, gonna make you wanna marry me, gonna show you what a good wife I can be. Now I can cook and I can clean and I can wash the car and I can do most anything, I just wanna be where you are. But it's my wifely specialty to know just how to please, so consider it my proposal when I go down on two knees. Gonna suck, suck, suck a ring, gonna suck a ring right out of that thing, gonna suck, suck, suck a ring, gonna suck a ring right out of that thing, gonna make you wanna marry me. I'm gonna show you what a good wife I can be. holding microphones you can't really applaud but, <laughs> <laughs> but we would good music we'll be right back on how could this show be bad wow <laughs> welcome back to how could the show be bad we were all holding our breaths throughout that entire break. It was intense. We didn't want to waste air on not comedy. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Because this is obviously comedy gold. Yeah. Worth using air for. Guys, every day is precious. That's, that is the promise that we make you on How Good the Show Be Bad. This is comedy worth using air for. <laughs> 90% of the time. Yeah. Worth using air for. Yes. Absolutely. Uh... Steven, I believe I heard through the grapevine that we have new activity on the bird front. Oh. Our constant war on birds. Quick, quick bird update. How yeah. could this show be bad studio? Bird studio up. Wait. Date. Hold on. <laughs> you want to take a crack at this, Courtney? <laughs> <laughs> How could this show be bad bird studio update? Way better. Yeah, that was decide so much if it, better. The problem was I couldn't decide half of the song if it was Bird Studio Update or Studio Bird Update. You Jeez. have to just be in the moment, Dan. I know. When, it, when your time comes, you just jump. I know. So our guest is currently the host, producer, and <laughs> musical director of this <laughs> Thank show. Thank you So for Courtney's basically us. taking over all jobs except cantankerous asshole that you <laughs> have, <Yeah>! Steven. <laughs> Which is ironic because most of our guests... Come in and are you know comics and therefore oh, hate themselves yeah, and life. Most of our guests and are just sad <laughs> most and of our immediately guests, yeah. steal my shit. Oh yeah, they're most of our guests. As soon as they sit down, they are instantly vying for your position on the show. <laughs> I've I've beaten back everyone thus far. Suck it, Phil Colas. Suck it, Phil Colas. <laughs> oh, there was our Phil Colas update. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he can still suck it. <laughs> okay, bird update. Uh, so there was another bird. What? Another bird. <laughs> Um, uh, for those of you that are uh, a guest on this show for the first time <laughs> um, and uh, do not remember uh, nigh on a year ago yes. when we last talked about the bird. Um, a I, bird. Uh, yeah. I assume it's not the same bird. No. Th- there were th- There's now been a total of three what I hope are different birds. <laughs> Get to the background. Um, there were a couple of birds at different times in consecutive days, I believe, yes. that mm-hmm. were trapped in our studio. Yes. They had apparently come in through some sort of 
When we first Giant. moved into this studio, uh, there was like a surprise menagerie situation yes. happening. <laughs> um, and Basically just... where you're sitting right now. Oh, okay. Bum, right bum, there. Bum. That's, why, <laughs> that's why we still call that the creepy bird chair. That's right. <laughs> um, but no, we had a couple of birds in here. We had to shoot them away. And then once we successfully shooed them away, Mrs. Montenegro gave us all ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That was the best part. Yeah. Um, but so recently, a bird hath returned. Oh boy! I have... Now wait, is this like a? Is this like like one of those like exactly a year later you can't kill evil kind of situations? Ooh. So this bird that hath returned mm-hmm. actually returned almost exactly a year to the date. It may have been I did not record the date that the uh, first bird showed up. But it was almost exactly a year to the date from the first bird. And here's the thing. I don't know how this bird got in. Because it was in a separate closed-off room with, like, no way of getting in or out. Yeah. Um, and it was just hanging out there, perched on a paper lantern, pooping on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not the first poop that's been on that couch, but probably the first poop from a bird. Probably. <laughs> mm. um, Intrigue. Uh <laughs> Sometimes I get pants shitting drunk, Dan. That's not intrigue. <laughs> That's a quick description. Um, How could this show be bad poop pants updates? <laughs> uh, but so here's the eerie thing about the bird. Yes. All three birds yep. thus far have been of the same bird species. Ah. Birds. <laughs> yeah. A brown a brown one. <laughs> um, but they uh, all have I been, don't I don't approve of that. They have all looked the same. <laughs> Profiling. Mm-hmm. You'd know how could the show be bad bird racism, racism jingle? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, <laughs> if it becomes a recurring segment. <laughs> uh, that's fair. Um, like the pants shitting drunk segment. But yes. I think we're pretty sure at this point this is just the same bird that, like, oh, is haunting no. this house. It's like a bird ghost. Look, we're not pretty sure because to be pretty sure would mean I'd have to admit it to myself. Right. And thus have to admit that it's a problem that needs to be dealt I with. I think you need, you, need to talk, do, you need to talk to the people. That sold I, you this studio. Ask them if there was ever a time I'm when, like, a, here. when, like, a bird, <laughs> like, burned to death in the basement. Oh. It was or, like, l- someone hit a bird with the car and just kept driving. Right. <laughs> N- then they got thinner and thinner and died. And <laughs> now the bird haunts whoever owns the studio. Squats in the studio. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I can't afford a bird exorcism. Like, look, the the Catholic Church says they're free, uh-huh. but then you have to tip them. Right. Oh. Uh, yeah, and what's 15% of your immortal soul? Uh, 20. Yeah, about a 20. <laughs> I can't afford that. I don't have $20. <laughs> no, clearly. I do this for a living. This this show is my job. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, listeners, uh, if you f- have figured out the uh, the math to know exactly how much a human soul is worth. <laughs> email us howbadcast at gmail dot com. Howbadcast at gmail dot com. And you could win a email back or something. Fifteen percent of a human soul. <laughs> oh, that's a twenty. Non monetarily. <laughs> oh. They got a fun ghost money. bird. They could win a ghost bird. Yeah. Ghost yeah. bird. You may inherit the curse of the bird. <laughs> You can get $20 in how bad cash. Well, thank you, Courtney, for once again ensuring that we do not get any more emails. 
We haven't even checked to see now if we've she's got... vying for your position. You <laughs> we haven't even checked to see if we've gotten emails like in in months. I keep checking. Oh, <laughs> you, you just don't say anything because for fear that it will send me into a depressive spiral. Uh-huh. We don't get emails, even though I keep threatening to totally super rape people that email us. I still God. don't understand why we don't get emails. Okay. Indeed. <sighs> so, Courtney, you got any uh, got any shows coming up? <laughs> Anything that up? you want to associate with me totally <laughs> super raping our emailers? Uh, oh my! Segway. Yes. Well, uh, m- me and two of the Dirty Curls, which are my band. Totally super rape. All right. All right. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud. I am curious as to what super rape would be. Um, that is what's known as asking for it, and I would recommend you not do it anymore. <laughs> wow. I think that was that was worse than what I said. It was. I think your response was worse than what I said. Dark. <laughs> So, you got any shows coming up? Edit point. <laughs> so, uh, myself and two of the Dirty Curls are doing a fringe show this year. Ooh. And mm. we have a preview uh, of that at Patrick's Cabaret on Ju- July 20th and 21st at 7.30. Wait, and wait, wait. So, you're doing previews of your fringe show? Like someone that cares about whether or not their fringe show succeeds? <laughs> <laughs> That's very different from the way we approached ours. So. Um, yeah. We wrote sketches about a haunted convenience store and a zookeeper in a zoo with no animals. And they went great. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what show was that? It was from last year. (laughs) It's not important. It was called The Unemployment Show. It was ill-received. Much ignored. (laughs) Focus returned to guests trying to plug things. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, I have a reputation to uphold with the Fringe, so I have to care. Oh. Oh, yeah. I think I actually did first hear your name associated with the Fringe show, now that I think about it. Yeah. That's kind of why I moved to Minnesota. Oh, really? Yeah. Specifically for Fringe? Ironically, for Edinburgh, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> for the Fringe nerds out there that know what that means. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that, and then our Fringe show actually opens on August 3rd. It's called The Love Show. Ooh. It's uh, embarrassing stories and hilarious original songs about love. So it's a dirty, it's like a clean, dirty curls show. Oh, you have to but do clean curls. Still be shampooed well, curls because I because tiny comb and special shampoo. Here, curls. Here's the thing: <laughs> a lot of my peers in the performance uh, scene here in Minneapolis are parents now, uh-huh. and so I feel like I mean they're not parents who are going to have kids that are old enough to come see our show, but I feel like we right. kind of have to pander to. But the they're parent enough that children. they don't want to hear you go blue. Exactly. They've gotten lame. What, with what the you're use saying of their... is that you're moving into your everybody loves Raymond phase. Yeah. Oh, God, maybe. <laughs> no, I also. This is the part of the show in which the guest tries to pitch things and we attack them for it. <laughs> <laughs> but I also know that clean comedy is harder to do. Especially than... at the fringe. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Clean comedy that doesn't involve... Uh... Clean comedy that isn't like, hey, kids, we're pretending to be animals yeah, for half yeah. an hour or whatever. Like, I want it to be a show that adults can enjoy as well, yeah. but, but we're kind of like losing bad words and really adult situations. Like, um, but, but we still have a song about 
farts. But sure. tune in for the BDSM song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We actually, if we have time, we might do that one. I'm that because that's one of our cleanest songs. Yeah. If it's, you uh, want to hear full I, band, I love that. That is one of your cleanest songs. Yeah. <laughs> where's the Where's the show at? The show is at the Brave New Workshop Student Union, uh-huh. which is on 26 in Hennepin. And you Perfect. can find the schedule at fringefestival.org. Exactly. But then I have two other shows that I'd like to plug. <laughs> Please we'll do. Let you. do. All right, and then awesome. make fun of you for it. <laughs> awesome. Um, Wait, on does, a- hold on. Does Steven, you want to say something offensive to tie this plug into something horrible? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I only wanted to ensure that her fringe show uh, failed. Yes. <laughs> You only wanted to associate her deliberately clean show with total super rape. Yes. You know yes. what I said? I couldn't remember what, what I said. That's ah. why That's why I didn't have anything to say about this. Um, so our next show after Fringe is on August 19th at Cause. We are opening for Valley Meadows for their Cedar release party. Nice. Yeah. Super psyched about that. Love those guys. And then on August 24th, we're playing Wabasha Days, which is taking place in the Ecolab Plaza at 4 p.m. on a Friday. Nice. <laughs> and we're opening for Peter Wolf Cryer. Huh. Damn. Yeah, which is weird. That's, <laughs> a real, that's like a real festival gig. Yeah, that's it, it kind of is. Legit. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I'm hoping that more people get out to it. They've only done a few weeks of it. And uh, it's free, but uh, not a lot of people have showed up. So we're hoping to get some more people there. When is that show again? It's uh, called Wabasha Days, and it's at the Ecolab Plaza on 5th Street in Wabasha in downtown St. Paul. It's across the street from Amsterdam. Um, and they just have, like, a few artists play, and they sell beer out in the plaza, and you just hang out and watch music. So what you're saying is Capital City Street Drinking? Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) I am in. (laughs) I didn't have anything bad to say about that at all. No, that was right up your alley. Suck it, St. Paul. Drink it on the street? (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Really, it, anything that comes after that doesn't matter. Right? Even yeah. if it ends up being except total for, super rare. Except, <laughs> except, for, except for in this one instance where you should all go see the show with, that our guest is doing. <laughs> remember, remember that's how we started that? I meant any negative thing that came oh, afterwards. Yeah. Even if it's total super rare. <laughs> Excessive <laughs> hugging. <laughs> Dan's on the callbacks tonight. I'm... I'm stumped. I I got stumped. Someone someone now has said total super rape more times than me. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we're even. Now we're tied. Yeah, right. now you guys are, are you counting along at home, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Go back and drink. <laughs> Just drink. <laughs> You're doing a retroactive drinking game. <laughs> Is that was that all the shows? Um, no. Yeah, I mean we're doing a residency at Amsterdam in January, but that's a ways off. Sure. But Wednesdays in January will be at Amsterdam. So Mar- save the date, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Web- websites that they I'll can go to. I'll send you a magnet. You've websites got no... that they can go to to know about that? Uh, dirtycurls.net. Nice. You because also... dirtycurls.com was taken by... <laughs> <laughs> have you checked? Funny story. Uh, my old band used to have dirtycurls.com, and I am unable to buy the domain name. Interesting. So There's it, ways it of was, hostily it was taking not, over this domain. Not, it was not my domain name. You know what, though? I don't have the energy for that. <laughs> I don't have the energy to deal with the person that, that owns it so or that did own it. Um, so, But now, dirtycurls.net fl- rhymes with flirty girls got wet. 
So it's a kitschy <laughs> gimmick. Do you point that out? Do you point that out on the homepage? Uh, not on the homepage, but I do when I'm telling people about it. Nice. That's a very complex rhyme in which every word rhymes with every other word yeah. in a yeah. one-for-one relationship. Nicely That's how done. you know we do good songwriting. Yeah. Do you? We do the good songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> do I what? I, I didn't want to finish that sentence because it was, do you also have that domain name? But no domain names end with got wet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, can't you end a domain name with anything you want now? <laughs> Pick up the pace, I can. <laughs> yeah. No, I think you can end a domain with anything you want now. But, thi- but, but it, it requires, the, got this, yeah, it requires replace, that dot. That you replace the oh, dot. Yeah. You can't you replace, replace the dot, dot with, with anything you want. Yeah, That'd be amazing. That's you're like just, hyper you're internet. Just typing words <laughs> into something on a computer, and Courtney shows up <laughs> and gives maybe, you a magnet. Maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I could. Get it to where if you Google flirty girls yeah, got wet, yeah, yeah, yeah. it brings you straight to dirty girls. Oh, yeah. Net. Let's do some search optimization work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Sounds like you got some work cut out for you on that front, though. Yeah. Given the kind of uh, competition you're going to be after. Right. But <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have the energy for a hostile web takeover, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend trying that one either. Yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, I would not recommend taking on the internet porn industry. <laughs> <laughs> This is the story of a girl with a banjo and a dream. Yeah. <laughs> the dream to take down the internet porn industry. Oh, God. That would be an amazing video and game. And replace it Just with like... her own dirty country music. Yeah, yeah. Just Cor- Courtney, Courtney traveling through the internet f- <laughs> fighting porn stars with her with banjo. banjo. And then Alan Rickman as a German shouting, McLean! <laughs> <laughs> I would pay so many amounts of money for this. <laughs> How bad cash? Thanks for the Idea. You may have so many how bad caches. Somebody <laughs> out there start working on the flash game. Yeah. <laughs> and then pay us. <laughs> we don't do this for free. This is my job. <laughs> right. I live in this pegboarded room. <laughs> I live in this five foot by five foot pegboarded square. That you then fight for dominance with birds. <laughs> and I'm losing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this took a Sad turn. Yeah. Send me sandwiches. Can you send that on there? Can you can they can listeners email me sandwiches? How badcast at gmail.com. How badcast at gmail.com, please. I'm so hungry. Okay. Oh, I'm done with that bit. This is funny, you guys. You guys have a funny thing here. Hey! <laughs> the first compliment from a guest ever. Put that quote on the website. Why thank you. It's like it it's like the kind of thing. That you would want people to go maybe to Facebook.com slash HowBadCast and click like on. I didn't even need to do it. (laughs) Or or I guess they could actually like say something nice like that on iTunes. Yeah, they could review Go review this on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever done that? I think Swiss did. Swiss did it. Yeah. Give us give us four kitties on iTunes. Right. You guys, when this comes out, I'll link this on my Facebook and I'll tell everybody to do it. Aww. Because my Facebook fans do what I tell them. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, you're not the first guest that's made that proclamation. Oh, yeah. You could possibly be the first guest to be right about it. Corey, <laughs> Corey Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be. Don't, don't forget, Corey Adam, if you're listening, and clearly you are not. <laughs> that we see the hit stats on these episodes. <laughs> and you are currently being eclipsed by Suck It, Phil Colas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Did you want to plug that Facebook page? Which will... Uh, I mean, it's sort of... It's sort of wow, like, that is a crazy cyc- cyclical plug. 
Yeah, I know. I I was about to point out that like you you plug in your Facebook page here will if you actually do have like a fan base that does what you want is going to be sort of unnecessary. Unnecessary. Yeah. But well, yeah. why don't I just tell you that it's facebook.com slash the dirty curls. Perfect. Nice. <laughs> well, and we're also at twitter.com slash dirty curls or at dirty or at dirty curls. Yes, exactly. Um, I guess nobody <laughs> does it the long way. <laughs> so go to go to w http colon backslash backslash forward slash forward slash forward slash forward you slash. idiot. Wait, we just wrote a fringe show, I think. <laughs> got give wet. It, give the show four kitties. Right. Twitter got wet slash the dir- or no dirty curls. Yeah, at no, <laughs> we're just ruining the plugs. Um, We're miking this up. How what's, dare you? What's Twitter? <laughs> Twitter.com is the place where you can follow this show, which is really just Steven Montenegro. Indeed. At How Badcast. Oh, is that the thing that happens when I yell at my phone? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you take weird pictures of signs and then yell at your phone to tell people about it. You can follow Dan at Dan underscore Linden. Yes. You can follow me at Mike S. Linden. And, of course, if you want to see me live... You'll probably have to come out to Galactic Pizza for the open mic that I host what? every Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Yeah, Galactic <laughs> Pizza comedy open mic. Come out. Start, show starts at 10. Sign up starts at 930. Yeah, 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 she yeah, is yeah. a great guest. She even wooed as though to pretend like she was interested in going. <laughs> I've been to that open mic. I do need to go back. It's a good time. I, I, yeah. And, of course, a better time when we have one Courtney McLean there. Uh, Well, wasn't that all precious? (laughs) Total super rape precious. What are you doing? Man, I was trying to get into the, like, ramp down suck up of the guest. Did you already mention our Facebook page? I did. That was how I... Facebook.com slash how bad can. That, huh? All right. I did it so organically, you didn't even notice. didn't even notice. We pitch things so well that listeners don't even notice that <laughs> they're being told to go to something. Yes. But you know true. what? I appreciate the effort you put forth, Dan. Thank you. Thanks for being here tonight. You're very welcome. Th- thanks for doing well the show. For me. Steven Montenegro. Oh? Uh, grossing it up as you do so well. And thank you for being here, Courtney. Hooray. You're welcome. It was so much fun. <laughs> I am I am glad that you have that positive outlook on it. <laughs> Do you want to uh do you want to play us out? I sure do. Yeah. Woo. <clears throat> Have a God damn, I wish I had a washboard handy. Right? <laughs> um so this song is called When Baby Becomes Legal. <laughs> Congratulations on your little bundle of joy. You must have worked so hard at fucking to get that adorable boy. He looks just like you and just like your old man. Aw, look how he fits in the palm of your hand. Right now he's super cute with spit up on his bib. 
But I can't wait till he's old enough to drive me to his crib. When baby becomes legal, I'll be 54. My breasts and vag might sag and sag, but he'll be happy to score. <laughs> I know it might seem weird to say it now when he's in a nappy. But there is gonna be a day when this cougar will make him happy. You know that I won't make a move for 18 years And I'll wait till he's 21 to get him trashed on beers But I can see it in his little wee angelic face He's not gonna have a problem getting pussy all over the place <laughs> When baby becomes legal, I'll be 54 my breasts and vag might sag and sag, but he'll be happy to score. I know it might seem weird to say it now when he's in a nappy, but there is gonna be a day when this cougar will make him happy. Yay! Yay. 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 Well, applause. <laughs> Thank you. Saying actual applause.